1: From KCBS Radio, I'm Matt Pittman, and this is Bay Current for Friday, March 25th. And I'm outside of Chase Center, ahead of a really big night of college basketball. The NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament is huge, second only to maybe the Super Bowl and overall popularity and nationwide attention, not to mention the billions of dollars it generates in television ad revenue and merch sales. And each year for the cities chosen as host sites for the games, it's a massive tourism event, and this year the Bay Area gets a slice of that pie. Good afternoon, and welcome to the 202 NCAA Division 1 Men's Basketball Championship Regional Semifinals. Today's game features the working phone reacher bags, and upcomes Taco Bulldog. Regional semifinals and regional final games, better known as the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight, are here at San Francisco's Chase Center, the home of the Warriors. As a journalist or as a public address announcer, I've covered or worked in more than a dozen NCAA tournaments in my career, and my favorite thing about them each time is seeing and talking to the fans at the games. They come from all over the country to cheer on their teams, be it their alma mater or because it's just the team they grew up rooting for since they were in diapers because it was their mom and dad's team and their grandparents before that. Today, four conversations with four sets of fans who were there to cheer on their teams. The University of Arkansas Razorbacks, who played the number one overall seed Gonzaga Bulldogs out of Spokane, Washington. And the Texas Tech Red Raiders out of Lubbock, Texas, who would face off against the Duke Blue Devils out of Durham, North Carolina. Not everyone had to travel cross-country to cheer on their team. Like this Arkansas fan decked out in his bright red Razorbacks gear. The trek to Chase Center wasn't that far at all.
2: Uh, my name is Gary Harden. I'm from Jacksonville, Arkansas, and now I live in Mill Valley, California.
1: So you're from simultaneously the Bay Area right. and from Arkansas. Right. Not every day, not every year that you get a chance to root for your team in person here in the Bay, is it?
2: That's, uh, that's true. Um, there have been a couple of baseball games and a basketball game with Cal few years back, but that, that's that been about it. Did you go to Arkansas? I did. I went to the University of Arkansas at Fayetteville, and I uh, uh, graduated in 1976 uh, after I got drafted and served uh, for several years and then went back to school.
1: Well, thank you for your service, and I noticed that you're wearing the U.S. Army retired hat. Probably don't get many opportunities here in the in the Bay these days to have a bit of a homecoming, if you will, with your fellow Arkansans. Do you?
2: Right, right. There is a um, a an alum, alumni group in the Bay Area yep. that's actually the third largest alumni group out of state. Oh, cool. and, because uh, we collect them from everywhere here in the Bay, right, don't we? Right, right. I think you and I are yeah, both case in point. Yeah, I was
1: born yeah. in Georgia, born right. raised in Seattle, and yeah, yeah. much like yeah, you, here I am big, now.
2: Yeah, there's a big SEC mm-hmm. group also, so always, uh, always a group to get with.
1: Well, good luck to your Razorbacks, and I appreciate a uh, quick conversation.
2: Well, thanks a lot, and woo pig suey. <laughs>
1: Gary's Razorbacks had a tall order ahead, playing the top overall seed in the tournament, the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Gonzaga is a Jesuit school out of Spokane, Washington. A relatively small school compared with the much bigger state institutions in the tournament. But the Bulldogs are a college basketball powerhouse. This is their 23rd straight year in the tournament, and it's 7th straight Sweet 16 appearance. And as a reporter based in Seattle for many years, I'd been assigned to cover several of Gonzaga's postseason runs, so I know firsthand how well their fans travel and show up no matter where the games are. But just like Gary, our Razorbacks fan and Arkansas alum, I met a couple from right here in the Bay Area, clad in their Bulldogs gear, Gonzaga diehards.
3: Lisa Douglas, and we live in San Jose.
1: Tobin
2: Douglas. So you
1: guys live in San Jose, but you're decked out in the Gonzaga. And that's the official one with the stitched letters. No no paint there. Who's on the back? Let me see. Number 20. Yes. Obviously, pretty big um, Zag fans, but you're from San Jose. How's that work? We have three Zag students. Okay, so you've 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 oh, you've paid literally students, yeah, <laughs> in blood, sweat, tears, and treasure.
2: Yes. Yes. And right. we're uh, we're Santa Clara University graduates, and it's night. Nice. We got into Gonzaga basketball because uh, we liked having a team to root for yeah. in the tournament because yeah. the Broncos never make it. Yeah, where where's your kids? If you got three Zags, where are they?
3: So we've oh. got <laughs> we've got one that went through the teaching program at Gonzaga. Oh, cool. She's done. We've got one that's in her last year of law school at Gonzaga, and then we've got a freshman boy at Gonzaga. Okay. So yeah, yeah
1: and they're they're working and they're studying. They have no time for for fun and games. <laughs> literally, how often do you guys travel for tournament
2: games? Yeah, we've probably gone every year since. Uh, I think the first year we went to the Sweet 16 uh, when they played UCLA in Houston. Okay. Um, and
1: what year? You, roughly ballpark. What was that like? 2015, I think. Oh yeah. Okay. Wow. So, but it's nice that they're here in kind of your backyard, right?
3: Yes. Oh, absolutely. We've gotten just we've gotten so lucky with this whole thing. You know, we when we first were touring uh, Gonzaga for my first daughter going there, the girl who gave us our tour said to us, um, "You know, do you guys like basketball?" And we said, "No." really that into it and she just smiled at us and she said you will be (laughs) sure enough that year you know
1: unfortunately for lisa and tobin this was the end gonzaga lost arkansas delivered one of the biggest upsets in this year's tournament beating the number one overall seed so arkansas advances facing the winner of thursday night's finale between texas tech and mighty duke Texas Tech was well-represented outside of Chase Center before the doors opened on Thursday. Red Raiders fans were pumped and eager to chat with me, like these two. Thad and his wife, Glinda Sue, in line to grab lunch before heading inside. Yes, sir. Yes, so, sir. Well, you came in for, into town just for the game today.
0: That's right, from Lubbock, yeah. Staying through the weekend.
1: Well, that's not bad. Welcome to our fair city.
0: Trees. They say everything's big in, in Texas, but I hear you guys have some trees that are even bigger. We
1: do. We got yeah, some real big we'll trees. Go just got to go right across, o- right the over bridge. the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah, just right. go right across there and head into Sausalito and the Redwood Forest is there. You can't miss yeah, it. Yeah, we'll do it. But before that, you guys got a basketball game to win and you go up against Duke and Coach K. What a, what a legacy.
0: 99, not only Coach K and Duke and is what will be his swan song. You heard it. He early. said it right there. So that's right. I what said. will be. What will be His swan song. Okay. That's right. And then tomorrow, the outlook doesn't look any better for Gonzaga or Arkansas. We have a team. We have a team of large guys, four senior starters. We're going all the way to New Orleans, man. All All the way to New Orleans.
1: You heard it here. You heard it here first. So, you guys are from uh, Lubbock. Lubbock. What's, What's it like to see a bunch of other Red Raiders? All the way out here in San Francisco. Well,
0: I'll tell you, it's cool. made me. It's it's been great. It's been great. We've traveled real well. We've seen a lot of our fellow Red Raiders out here. Um, it's made me appreciate my yard a, <laughs> a lot more. All <laughs> right, yeah. I have a new appreciation for my front and backyard. Yeah, we don't
1: really have yards, no, and even no, if we did, we no, couldn't no. water them because we're running out of freaking water here. <laughs>
0: right, here right, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. You
1: guys are in line to go eat at guts. I'll turn you loose. Welcome to San Francisco, guys. Thank you. It wouldn't be easy for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Texas Tech would face Duke. And there's a mystique surrounding the Duke Blue Devils. That's because of their head coach, Mike Krzyzewski, or Coach K. He's in his 41st and final season as Duke's head coach. And he's won more games than any other coach in the history of college basketball. He's also won five championships. I saw a handsome family hanging out. The Gardeners, all wearing their Duke blue. The one who caught my eye was the littlest among them, 10-month-old Leo, with mom Michaela, dad Paul, and big brother Quinn. They traveled to SF for the games, but not from Durham, North Carolina, where Duke is located. Duke alum and Duke basketball fans in general are everywhere. Can't miss them. Decked out in blue from ages, how old are you, sir? 47. To how old is this
2: one? 10 10 months.
1: 47 to 10 months. And how old are you? Uh, 19. Okay, and I know better than to ask a lady her age. I don't want to get in trouble. Y'all are guests in this city, and I don't want to give us a bad reputation. All right, so he's 10 months. This is his first uh, Sweet 16?
2: Yeah, first basketball game even.
1: Look, his eyes are as blue as his his Duke sweatshirt. Uh, Where'd you guys come into town from?
2: We're from Boise, Idaho. Okay.
1: So you guys didn't come from North Carolina, but you still made it all the way from out of town. Did you guys go to Duke?
2: No, we actually just have had family be Duke fans since the 80s. So I've grown up a Duke fan. I played basketball all my life. So, yeah.
1: So, you know, I know you don't want it to be the case, but if today or Saturday it is Coach K's swan song, you guys will be here for that. How important, special, significant was that in deciding to come watch these games? Uh, It was the deciding factor in us coming. Absolutely. And again, not saying it's going to happen got a heck of a team he's got 99 tournament wins going into these games on Thursday so it doesn't have to be the last one what is he meant to do if you can put it into <laughs> simple words I mean that's are really words? Yeah. I don't know if there are words I
2: would say coach K is Duke basketball yeah It yeah, might what... be college basketball college yeah. College yeah basketball <laughs> yeah. and to some degree with his involvement with USA basketball he's just basketball
1: yeah. worldwide so have you ever been to San Francisco before yeah. I uh, drove through. That's about it. Now you got to stop <laughs> and actually stay. Do you guys have any plans aside from the games this weekend? Anything you're going to be up to?
2: We drove down Lombard Street and nice. we went and saw the Painted Ladies and the Full House and drove across the Golden State Bridge today.
1: Very cool. I mean, that's you're checking off the things right at the at the top of the list, which is which is most important. Leo, can you give me five? Right here, buddy. There you go. You guys, thank you. Welcome to San Francisco, and best of luck to the Blue Devils. Thank you. The Gardeners were happy. Duke showed its perennial dominance with a strong finish and beat Texas Tech. So it'll be Arkansas and Duke in Saturday night's Elite Eight regional final game here at Chase Center. The winner moves on to the Final Four in New Orleans. Thank you for listening to Bay Current. New episodes are out every day, and we'd love to be part of your daily routine. Please subscribe to the Bay Current podcast on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, or just about anywhere you listen. That's it for today's Bay Current. I'm Matt Pittman. We'll chat with you again on Monday.